0: do Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy To Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. No, you're not Gaz. I'm
1: <laughs> <You're> not Gaz. <laughs> Gaz too. Electric boogaloo.
0: <laughs> and that's Dan. Star Wars correspondent Dan with me today. We are going to talk about Peacemaker in full spoiler detail in case you hadn't checked from either the title or the avatar of the podcast or the description of the podcast. If for some reason you've just blundered into this podcast, this is your warning now. We're going to talk about it in full spoiler detail. Don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk. Don't forget to add us on our socials at talknerdyuk. Don't forget to email us at TalkNerdUK at gmail.com. And I'm going to start saying this now because I've noticed a lot of podcasts say this and I probably should. Rate and review us. (laughs) Rate and review the podcast. Give us five stars. Just take two minutes out of your day. If you listen on Apple Music, I think that's what you do it on or whatever your platform is. Please give us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. And we were doing it for a while, it was working, and then I've just totally forgot to push that. So, yeah, please do that. So, without further ado, cue the music. So, Dan. Without further or... Gaz.
1: No. I choose to go by Gaz now.
0: I nearly corrected myself. <laughs> you were so confident. I, you were so confident. I was like, shit, no, it's not Dan. Um, Daz. Yes. You... Yes. First, <laughs> first impression... Peacemaker, first
1: impressions? First impressions, very, very good. Very, very good. I well, it's gonna be last impression as well because I couldn't mm. find a fault with it. Mm. I absolutely adored it.
0: It was a state of James Gunn can do no wrong. Yes, the man just cannot do no I wrong. Know. It's just bizarre how he can take something, a character that no one's ever heard of, and it's a, it's it's almost like the most obvious thing to do. Hey, you know that property you own, but you don't do anything with. Can I just do something with it? Yeah. What What do you want to do with it? Well. I'm just gonna make it have its own identity and give, give it, it
1: some depth. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, do you mind? Well, you if you can think you can make it a success. <laughs> pulls out CD tray <laughs> with a bunch of banging songs and yeah, no, it's. I, I think it shocked the shit out of me too because Han- I don't
1: think it should have done that really because it shocked me as well. But he did the same thing as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I but, had no idea who any of the Guardians of the Galaxy were. But this was music. even
0: more obscure for me because it wasn't like. It wasn't like... I love The Suicide Squad. Did you like that? Yes. Yeah, so yeah right. Idea. So Peacemaker was a pretty, pretty good part of that. And then when it ended, the after credit scene, I was like, oh, he's getting his own TV show? Did did anyone ask for that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think I asked for the that. The unsolicited spin-off ever. And it was like by James Gunn. And I was like, oh, I, mean, I mean, he can do no wrong, but I feel like this might be taking it a bit too Maybe far. Maybe he'll do some wrong. And, pff, yeah, it's just blisteringly... Entertaining, funny, crude. It was. I mean, yeah. He's I mean, in
1: now the Kevin Feige over his shoulder like, oh, that's a bit too much blood there, James. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you could just do what he wanted.
0: I mean, it was just from it, so it carries on from exactly where the Suicide Squad leaves off. He He's in hospital, and, yeah. and that very first exchange with the caretaker mm. was kind of like, this is the tone yeah. that they're going to be <laughs> exactly dealing with, up, eh? and it was it just. Do you know there was a lot of
1: improv in this, by the way. I did get that impression because some of the kind of um, post-credit scenes where it was just like John Cena, like what was when he's taking the piss out of, out of economists and he's saying people that I like more than you or something, he's just rattling off oh, name, yeah. name after name after name. The post-credit scene was just saying names, it was like okay, so they obviously just let him go for ages, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then picked the funniest I, section.
0: I found a video where someone had decided to overlay a picture of every person he names like into the frame. So like he saw you know, barring a dinosaur, a dinosaurs in the corner of the frame, and every person he named it just keeps going and, f- and filling the frame and going around. And you're like, this is actually impressive. Like, I don't know it sounds, name any person. It's like they just name fifty random fictional, or non-fictional.
1: Yeah, he does it seamlessly. Yeah, yeah. Like- it's, it's, it's probably harder to do when you've got like a crew full of people looking at you as well.
0: And the person even, I uh, think, what's his name, even says like, like goes to and someone. Do you mind? I'm going and just carry yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like as if he's saying, no, I've. I'm- I'm- fucking got this i got
1: this um but yeah i did get i, I got improv vibes from, from it which definitely helped yeah it definitely helped definitely
0: but what was like i mean where do you start with something like this i feel like we should talk about john cena and peacemaker to begin with
1: yeah i, I mean i'm not really a wrestling fan so i wasn't too bothered about the fact that it was john cena i just like I, and i'd only really seen him in the Suicide Squad. Mm. And, and he, obviously very unlikable in that movie, as he's meant to be. I was like, maybe he just played it well. Maybe it was well written or whatever. Mm. But I fucking love him now. Yeah. <laughs> Off the back of the show, he made me laugh. His, his serious acting was really good as well. Yes, it was very good. It wasn't like wooden. I don't know why I expected him to be wooden, because he's obviously now a professional actor. Mm. But he played it really well. James, I don't
0: think James Gunn would have allowed it anyway. He wouldn't have cast someone who can only do the comedy side. Well, of the yeah, this I this. So. But I know exactly what you mean. There wasn't really a bad actor in the bunch, but he was, he was so many layers to him. He could do c- comedy. He can do the serious. He can do, he can do the kind of like tongue in cheek kind of it's, he, it's meant to be like self-aware kind of, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like my, my, my favorite scene, I think throughout the entire thing, there was I had two real favorite scenes and they're both similar, but the tone of them is completely different. So there's the one where he's just shagged that bird. I think this is an episode one or two. Just it's the ben, first one, yeah. Yeah, and he puts the vinyl on, and he starts singing, <laughs> yeah. and he's like gyrating away, but he's really kind of taking it seriously. But it it's stupid because he's just in his little tighty whities. Eventually, gets a vibrator, and is like uses, it as a and uses a microphone. I was laughing my head off at that, but also like you can also see very early on there's a, a troubled character. Yeah, and um, but then because he was
1: he was finding solace in that bizarre yeah, situation. Moment.
0: Yeah, and then. Flash forward to maybe the penultimate episode, or the one before that, where he just has a piano and he plays Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue, yeah. instrumentally, and that was like, oh!
1: That also looked like he was actually playing Yeah, it. I turned Does to Eve. Does he play the piano?
0: I don't, well, I don't, I don't know. Or did he learn
1: it for the role? He might have
0: learned it for that. I said to Eve, that looks like he's playing Because I was even
1: looking at the over-the-shoulder shots, and sometimes they'll use you know, a body double or someone who can play the piano, but even, even like, you can usually tell very easily that it's not them. But there were long, lingering shots of him over the shoulder. It looked like his jawline and his cheek. And... Yeah,
0: like it, the, all, all his muscles were yeah. moving, like to say that. And it was also not perfect.
1: Yeah, there was a couple of little like duds, and yeah. uh, which de-
0: definitely gave it a bit more character. And, yeah. yeah, they were my t- personally. I, I thought that was how well packaged he made this character. James Cameron's ability to take a character, give them no voice, but give them a voice at the same mm. time. He says a lot with silence. Like, look at Groot. Yeah, very well established, True. and he just always he says his three words, that's it. But he's very good. And look at, for example, Eagly Fuck it, I love
1: Egley. Do you know who voices Eagly? No, D. Bradley Baker. Who's he? The clones from the Clone Wars. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Klaus from American Dad. I think he does as well. Oh, well, like, he's literally just in the booth. He's going
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I had the first like, I love he, the fact this name's Eagle, eagle yeah. when, when the first trailer hit I was like I don't know if I'm going to like the eagle this is going to really be a, this could be like a w- weird stupid add on but then I realised in the trailer all the scenes I'd seen were in that first episode so everything after was just bonus and yeah. my god that eagle was so fucking funny and when
1: he gets like hit by um, White Dragon and mm-hmm. you're like fuck Eagle yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> in work my mate was like I watched the show but if that fucking eagle dies, I will stop watching the show. <laughs> Me and
1: Laura the whole time, they were like, right, Eagley better be safe for the entirety of this show. Or well, I'm going to start a riot. I'm going to write to James Gunn and tell the fuck off. What have
0: you done with my emotions? <laughs> Actually, you know where we should start. Where a lot of television series should start, but don't... The beginning. Yeah. And what was at the beginning of every one of these episodes? A uh, called Open. And a mate. A cold open followed by an amazing intro. Oh yeah,
1: which I didn't skip a single time. I never
0: skipped any time either. Any time, I loved it. What whatever happened to having intros like that? Like every show used to have an intro, and then one day we started just doing cold openings and then just title card, and that was it.
1: Well, no, not necessarily. I think it's just it's just a very it's a very evolved opening sequence, isn't it? They put a lot of effort into it. Usually, it's you know people turn around and going. At the camera, and it'll just say the name or whatever. Yeah, but, just in case you didn't get that listener's... <laughs> you didn't hear me swoosh, right? Yeah, there was
0: a nice nice visual there from that. Well, Dan. someone
1: will turn around and look at the camera, Dan and like, the actor's name will go underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. This was like a fully choreographed, lit, um, sound very well soundtracked, fucking amazing song, which I've yeah, never heard yeah. of Um Dance routine, but like completely... Irreverent and hilarious, they've all got deadpan faces doing, yeah. doing these I love that. When when Harcourt comes out of the wall with um Um Mur, is it? Mer? The one who ends up being the dragonfly, the Yeah, leader, yeah, yeah. Leader of them. When she comes out and does the like the arm movement and the drop down and she's just got a completely deadpan face, I love it. I laughed every time. She's
0: <laughs> like like this is this is the most serious dance yeah, i ever yeah. gonna do. I know. And then at the just at the end again, eagerly, Aah! Yeah. and it just steps over
1: and, forward and you go, Aah! I was saying to Laura, it's like he's going, Eh! Eh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Praise me! <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, I'm, have I got this right? No. How about now? <laughs> and the fact that doesn't, like, it doesn't, like, the title sequence in itself keeps you guessing as to what's going to happen, because The Neighbour is in the title sequence, and it's like...
0: Yeah, there's random character. the characters. Maybe he's,
1: ran- he's going to end up being a bigger character.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I thought, having the have an entire cast in, because I would go, I've not seen that person yet. Yeah. What are they going to be? And what the way him and do? Judo
1: Master are like, acting like mates at the end, like he's elevating them. Oh, yeah, like... I had no idea, and then it yeah, turns out... And it, it turns out he's the dick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, yeah, I never skipped it, but when it, I, when you said, like, it's a bit more of a evolved thing, but, like, you're a massive Trekkie. Yeah. Like... I feel like all Star Treks have, like, a good big opening sequence.
1: Well, they do, but, they, you know, they're, they're just kind of, like, voiceover over title cards. That's what I mean. But that's
0: what I mean. But yeah, but that's what I am kind of mean. So there's loads of different kind of intros. But at some point, I would say circa mid-2000s, we did just stop doing intros Okay, like well, we'll, that.
1: we'll name one that you think can live up to this Peacemaker one, then. What do you mean? Oh, like, old school like one. Like, quality-wise, yeah. Um, You're saying these stars? Oh, see The Simpsons. Easy little bit different because it's animated.
0: Still, still a big, big intro. Okay, well,
1: okay. Well, i I'll give you that so, back okay,
0: on, so we'll a live go, action one. Live action one, a big live action. I'm gonna go even further back. I'm gonna go uh, the monsters.
1: I can't... So, in the Monsters
0: one, in the Monsters one, it just starts with the house... You just see the house and they're all leaving that day for whatever the day he's bringing to us. Each character comes out as the title card of who they are.
1: Yeah, oh, and the hand handing them stuff. For the yeah, day. yeah and, day, and the day... but they are. And it,
0: Yeah, and then, like, at the very end, I think Herman just walks through the entire doorway, you know, ruins it. <laughs> they go, oh, sorry, like that. Sorry, Lily. And it, it was every time. It was just funny. I don't know why. I just found the whole thing funny. And I know what you mean. You're going back to, like, Miami Vice, very, like... Cheesy, yeah, but like was, mash, like that. Well, turning. usually the
1: thing that makes me not skip a title sequence is the song. So, like, I'll never skip Scrubs. Mm. Yeah, that's another sequence. good one, actually. But that's... it's short, though. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, the production. They did try to
0: make it extend... They tried to add an extender,
1: but uh that Well, didn't... they they reshot it for season two. And no one liked it. Because that was Backlash. They changed it back <laughs> to the original <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's another one. Um, Peep Show, maybe, as well?
0: Yeah, but that's very short as well. Yeah. I know what you mean. There is some dotted about, but I...
1: This is next level.
0: Yeah. And I hope it has a, a domino effect out. other people go... I mean, they do it all the time. I'm hoping there's some marketing guy going, we need someone of that Peacemaker doll. How do we get that Peacemaker doll? Oh, your <laughs> show, sure? it needs a big dance routine right now. And got all these other people going, I don't want to fucking dance. You go, just dance? So you got Danton Abbey going... Do you know
1: what it reminds me of when I'm watching that over the sequence? It reminds me of, um, you know when games go onto Steam and, like, and hackers, well, not hackers. Yeah, hackers, yeah, mods. Yeah, they start they start putting like you know, yeah. Spider Man into GTA and stuff like that. It's yeah. like they've taken all the, all the models, all the assets for Peacemaker and made them dance around. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Because it's like they don't, they don't act like that at all in, in any oh, yeah, of the no, show. Love.
0: No, I get that. Um, oh, yeah, so the opening intro is good. And then the story itself is really good. The whole idea of, albeit slightly maybe. Similar to the actual story of the Suicide Squad, where there's aliens invading, and they can take over by going onto your face.
1: Yeah, I suppose
0: there was like, but it was almost like I only noticed that because I was looking for that to notice. Like, but it's. I think totally... I
1: think it's kind of like it has to happen like that though, because it's like the DC DC has very grounded superheroes, very rarely with any kind of notable powers. So to put them up against these huge alien threats is like, how the fuck are they going to do that? Especially mm-hmm. when they're not willing to do it, they're being forced to do it because they've got a bomb in their head. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, it's yeah, like either yeah. you know, you die because you desert them and you get blown up, or you die fighting the aliens. Which one are you going to do? Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. makes that dynamic work. It's like when we were saying with Star Wars, and that like it has to be you know an abandoned orphan on a yeah. backwater planet, <laughs> otherwise you can't start the story.
0: No, true, true. I did, I, but I did. I liked the story. I liked because it was awesome. Like I liked all the twists. I'd like going like, oh wait, he's a butterfly, yeah, yeah. and then going, what do the butterflies do, and how do they survive, and it becomes it becomes like you're as intrigued and interested as yeah. as the characters are.
1: I like how they didn't try to overcomplicate the names for things as well. Like, yeah, they, they could have named this fancy new race of the a... Globishkunsbugen. But just, they look like butterflies, so we'll just call them butterflies. And the way the cow at the end is called the cow, even though it's mm. nothing like it's a cow, cow, but it has the same function as a cow.
0: Our oh, one German fan, and has just gone, hmm, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they said my name.
0: They said my name, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Mother. Um <laughs> like German <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Mother. Um, so, yeah, the story is great. The opening, the intro is great. The soundtrack is. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I, after two episodes, I found it on Spotify. And um, someone
1: made it, or it was an official it one. It was official
0: one. Was James Gunn uploaded the first half of the season. So I was like, I, I ruined it a bit for myself because it was like, going, oh, this song's on. Oh, this song's on. Yeah. And then when it would play, I'd be like, ah, ah. Oh. I would have liked to actually have had gone. Because there's some bands like me, because me and Gaz used to listen to 80s metal all the fucking
1: yeah. time, teenagers. So I, I didn't know about half of them. So I like, didn't know about Arthur. Well, I didn't care because I was like, "This, this fits exactly what's going on." Like and I, James Gunn's obviously a big, you know, it's a, just a It's yeah. a
0: muso. He knows. He knows. You say the
1: same Guardians as well. They're mm. very music centric. Both of them. They've got very prominent soundtracks. That it works. Almost what, transcend the movie.
0: What's something that can connect nearly everyone in the world in some way? Food. M- <laughs> <laughs> music. Oh, okay. Music. And also I knew that by the way. You did know that. And the other thing as well is it can also people can interpret mute songs to mean whatever they want. So when you give them a scene, rather than like give them exposition or even some imagery, you just put a song over it. It can completely
1: change yeah. the the tone. And it, I mean But the fact that none of them were kinda, of, you know. But that's the genius of yeah, it. Yeah, they weren't they weren't slow or well, some of them were slow, but you know, they, they weren't like mainstream songs that everyone already has an association with
0: I mean I was amazed there was like a Foxy Shazam in there which I only started listening to a few years ago Wigwam I'd never heard before the main title was Wigwam
1: when we finished watching the last episode the other night we went through YouTube and watched loads of live performances of it and like (laughs) an acoustic performance of it I was like this song rips (laughs) I love it
0: I, well, I went. I was like, I put their album on and I was like, yeah, this song and then the other rest are like, mm. well, I yeah, it's a bit annoying. Like it doesn't, there's one, a couple more which are like, oh yeah, but they, yeah. Then, then I loved the,
1: how they played that song over the big fight sequence in the finale as yeah, well. Yeah, like, like. That added a lot to it because I was it, like, this is Peacemaker.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like, like I, there was something more, it was kind of like, I don't know how to explain, like it's like the Avengers theme when they finally like all get together. Yeah, yeah. That gives a little tick on the back of your head the fact that the next song that's playing is the peacemaker theme it's yeah. just like that's official now this going to the was it is
1: what I said, a leitmotif is it yeah like like when um when Darth Vader comes on the screen and you get a little swell of the imperial march yeah 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 but it's like a whole song of the leitmotif so it's like you've already you've been you've been conditioned by what this song means it's like Peacemaker, mm. because obviously, because obviously, no one should be skipping that fucking opening sequence. No, no, no. So when it comes down again, it's like the excitement of that song, and that, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it, <laughs> <laughs> and that, and then uh, just the amazing fight sequence as well. But two or more awesome things happening at the same time.
0: I mean, for this part, I normally put like the the opening, the main song is the opening song, and then something else at the end. I'm not going to lie; I'm probably just going to put the same song again at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. It's, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nothing else. Um, Right characters. If we go for the character, have you got your? Can you get your IMDb up? Because mm-hmm. I'm obviously unable to. So you had obviously John Cena playing Peacemaker. I thought-
1: can probably tell you most of them because I've like, I looked I look, I look them you. up. Yeah.
0: Hardcore was played by James Gunn's
1: wife, fiance. Fiance. Oh. Amelia Hardcore. Uh, Jennifer Holland. Her name is Jennifer Holland. I love her. She was for more than one reason. <laughs> um. And then you had... Danielle Brooks playing um, Adebayo.
0: Adebayo, yeah. who, Yeah, so you got Adebayo. She had a
1: very interesting arc. I
0: thought Adebayo's arc was... To me, that was the main arc. That was, for me, the one I was following the most because she was... Whilst every other character... She was like a sacrificial lamb, wasn't she? Kind of, but it was more like... You know when you get... What I liked about this is it could have easily have gone at multiple points to... Meanwhile at the villains' lair, and we actually see what the villains are up to, the the butterflies, and then go back to the good guys. But will they figure out what the villains have Never did that. Never once. There was no peek behind the curtain, but the closest you got to being the person peeking behind the curtain at all times was Adabio. She walked in on a scene... Found out some information. That's how you discover that information. Yeah. It wasn't really through any other character. She was the one you that's were a kind good of. I
1: didn't know if that. Yeah. And
0: I really like that because even though, and we...
1: because she she was very naive to it all anyway, as the audience are as well. so you yeah. are, you're seeing it through yeah. her eyes. So
0: even though Azabio was probably technically the one down because it's all of John Cena, I actually thought she was in a way the main story, and I really enjoyed her story. Definitely.
1: And I... I wouldn't say she was the main story, but she was definitely the, the audience's eye. Yeah, the audience's
0: yeah. eye for it. Um. Hardcore was that that could have just easily been a really throwaway kind of like, oh, I'm a tough woman who doesn't talk to men or anyone <laughs> kind of role. But she actually was really endearing and. Yeah. Like, you could tell there was some trouble there. And... Badass,
1: cut off emotionally, Yeah, that kind of stuff. but,
0: like, it was believable. It wasn't, like, cheesy at any point. Yeah. And that's that's why I think it made more sense that John Cena was like, this girl's genuinely fucking
1: badass, and yeah. I fucking love her. I do like the way that John Cena and Hargord, uh, sorry, Peacemaker and Hargord, didn't end up together at the end of the show, either.
0: It just hints that there's something there. you know,
1: maybe... Because she says, like... A, she starts calling him Chris. Yeah. And, and, says, he, you know, and he, You're not the dickhead I thought you were, kind of thing. And they hold
0: hands. Yeah. Like, and he's there every... So... Showing that he's got a bit more of a tender side, yeah. No, I liked that rather than just be like, "Oh, peacemaker,
1: I love you, I love you, it's I the, always it's have." Just the, like the way that she she put the dove piece on the P ninety for him at the end, yeah, yeah. It was, as, as like a little gesture, and he was like, "No, because I don't want to kill people." I was like, well, shut up, she's making a nice gesture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was another. That was a really good
0: point of his character. Actually, he didn't want to kill people anymore. Yeah, that was a really good thing to throw in, like. When he's like struggling to it, I thought it was going to be, I can't kill kids, I can't do that. And um, and then... <laughs> the, that's, actually, that's
1: the clue early on, though, because his vow is that he'll kill as many men, women, and children you know, to get it. And he's like, no, I won't kill kids. And I didn't really see that as the quote-unquote red flag. It, but that's him starting to unravel and be like, I don't want to be Peacemaker anymore. Is it,
0: is it, was it Rick Flagg, do you think, that set that off? He had to kill Rick Flagg, one of his heroes, yeah. to do anything. He, he th- and then he, he goes, what a joke. And he realises his dad hates him. He had to just kill his hero. No one respects him. Why am I doing this? I know killing isn't sorting anything. Why am I? Why and then I... he has
1: to do all this like PTSD stuff about like killing his brother. by accident. Oh, that
0: was so harsh. And
1: the way he was like being told to kill, dad made him stab that dude on the uh, yeah on the on chair. Because the... in the movie, he just seems like a really fucking horrible, like far right guy who just like is into killing people because it, it quote unquote brings peace. Yeah, but then you see. Why are you like that? And within a few episodes, you're like relating to this asshole, or who was an asshole in the movie.
0: What well, easy masterful writing points out in in the Suicide Squad when him and Blood, Bloodshot, Bloodsport, Bloodsport, yeah. uh, him and Bloodsport do that thing where they like inv- going to that that um, rebel camp. They don't know it's a rebel camp. <laughs> and they're so busy killing people to impress the other one. Yeah. But Loki, they're like, not so, so much to impress them, because like, oh, I don't care what you think. However, bam, like that. Mm. Eve was like, they're so busy having a dick measuring contest. They don't notice. They're well, killing they civilians. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, if they were concentrating, they probably would have figured it out very quickly. And it's like, says something about the characters. They're just not all there. They're really not Oh, They're not vindictively evil.
1: Yeah, or the priorities are just wrong. Yeah, they're
0: yeah. just really miscue. Um, but I loved that, that entire angle of I don't want to kill anymore and then I feel like t- the only people he did kill was aliens so he's kind of stuck
1: with that. Yeah, I think he said, he's like, oh, fine, I aliens. an alien. <laughs> Yeah, yeah absolutely fine. Um,
0: Vigilante. is Vigilante was one of the
1: Deadpool Plus.
0: Oh, my God. I was... I, <laughs> I loved him. I worried I was going to hate him. I, again, was another worry. Yeah, because,
1: like, the way he was speaking at first, his speech pattern felt a little bit wooden, and I wasn't sure whether I liked it or not. He was like, he was like hey, Peacemaker, it's me, your best friend, Vigilante. But then as I got... <laughs> yeah. But then I got used to it, and I was like, oh, it's just, like, I guess just how he speaks kind of thing. Yeah. And, and it, it kind of was, like, funny and um, just unusual, and I warmed to it very quickly. Um, and the guy who played him, uh, Freddie Stromer, his name is, yeah, was in uh, Harry Potter and a stunningly handsome man as well at that. Mm. Um, but his timing and everything hilarious.
0: No, I, I like he, when they pull the, the mask off him and he just pull all them faces. Yeah.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, what are you doing? If I keep changing <laughs> my facial expressions. <laughs> he won't know who I am. It was like, because I was, I was, I thought quite early on, I was like, kind of Deadpool-y but not really. And then, when um, Peacemaker's trying to shoot half Gough Gough and he's like he's freezing and he can't do it and mm. uh, he's just there in no no official capacity mm. and he's just like move aside buddy and he's like, he's like at like, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah just shooting kids yeah. and, <laughs> just and,
1: and, and then um, Laura said he reminds me of Deadpool and I was like yeah yeah it is it's, it's Deadpool but like I love Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool but I actually think that uh, Adrian Chase's
0: is... he could take her over yeah yeah
1: it no, wa- I don't mean that. I mean I think I can just prefer that character to Deadpool. Oh wow, okay. Or at least that portrayal of that. Well, it was different because this one was
0: vulnerable. was Deadpool's unafraid because he can't die. He was like, he's just a guy. Isn't he? Yeah, but that was what was funny. Like, oh, cut off his toe. It's like you do it. You do that. You see if that works.
1: <laughs> Winking at him. He's like, what?
0: no I need that to, ah, it's,
1: ah! it's the most important toe ever yeah. eventually he's just like it's not that important I'll tell him he's wrong <laughs> I'll fall over no one can stand up without their little toe <laughs> oh, when they, so when he's
0: like outside and uh, in his civvies and the peacemaker goes into into the prison and he says something to Adebayo forgetting that he's not in costume and Adebayo goes
1: <laughs> vigilante I'm guessing you're vigilante
0: and he's like no <laughs> did you just make a voice diva
1: no No uh,
0: just just a cup, just a regular cup.
1: Regular voice <laughs> This is where the uh the writer's kind of um bag of tricks kind of gets revealed a little bit, do you not know think? In what sense? Because he goes, did you just make you make your voice lower? And like Peter Quill does that in the uh, Infinity War, where he's like,
0: "Oh yeah, with
1: the, oh, kind of thing." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what how, but uh, the other way
0: Ram was that he just kept the voice and was like, "Oh, this is how I always <laughs> speak." Whereas in this, he just went back to his normal voice. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah.
1: just a cough. Just. I don't know how involved James Gunn was with the writing parts of the Guardians sections of Infinity War?
0: Infinity War, War, he was an executive producer. Was he? So he probably helped with dialogue and stuff. Yeah, it was like, oh, this needs to make sense for the canon of what I'm going to do and stuff. Okay. Mm.
1: Yeah, I I loved uh, Vigilante. Such a basic bitch name for a hero, but it does kind of work as well. I I just loved how... Batman, Superman, they're all quite simple names.
0: I liked how proficient he was as well. Like for a guy who just works in like a cafe and he's quite a bit nerdy... He's taken it so seriously that it's just like he does have they literally go and just practice blowing stuff up and all sorts of when he give him any weapon like I did like that f- final fight with him and um white dragon where I think he like he'd, he just drops a grenade doesn't he yeah. or something like that he just he's just willing to a button dives drives out the way and he's got pro oh when he's he's driving and he just passes out <laughs> because he's in so much pain
1: yeah. <laughs> I just love those moves when he gets on his back because he when he spots it in um in, when the white dragon's armor when he's looking at it, when um, Peacemaker's gone to get the helmets and he's like there's mm. gaps in the armor and then later Regime says back see there's gaps in the armor and he's like stabbing between <laughs> the gaps uh, <laughs> his he's, priorities
0: were always wrong, completely wrong for the situation <laughs> as well
1: no he, he stole the show so many times I think no he, very he, good he was boss
0: um so yeah Adebayo
1: uh, Mern Mern, who, Mern. I, will, I will probably butcher his name but uh Chuck Woody Iwuji is the name of the actor. He, I'm glad
0: he turned out to be an alien because I think if he hadn't been one,
1: I would have been like the play and the emotionless thing a bit too weird. Yeah, Yeah. like you're like
0: Samuel L. Jackson just turned really down, (laughs) like with the I don't, I'm you know not going to show any emotion, but it made the most sense. And then it showed. I liked the bit where it showed him like watching TV trying to get jokes. Like it was just like, and he was an alien, so he played an alien really well. Yeah, he did. And he played, I don't know, he, he, he did just play that character dead good. And I, the fact he never cracked a smile, even though no, all that stupid crap was going on around him, <laughs> yeah. was fucking hilarious.
1: I couldn't make out his accent, though, because he said, he's, Is he British, do you think? Because he kept going quite, quite British. I
0: don't know why, it, just, it might just be generally African American.
1: Um, but it kind of dipped in and out of a few different mm. things. He was born in, he was born in Nigeria. Um, and moved to America when
0: when he was yeah alive. so probably is probably African American yeah. accent um oh uh, what's his name we've completely not mentioned the
1: economist Ig- John John yeah Steve Aggie
0: yeah he's been in a bunch of shit
1: he's also in yeah uh, the Suicide Squad
0: well yeah he's one of the yeah he's
1: yeah he's that's how he ends up on no but not as him. He not? also he also did the mocap for King Shark.
0: The mo- oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I found
1: that out. I was watching videos after the finale. I was watching um, an interview with John Cena uh, and J- the Jimmy Fallon show, and they do this like pissing contest, basically. And he goes, "If I win, I get your helmet." And he goes, "It's not mine, but fine. You're not going to win." And he, he takes it off at the end, <laughs> and he's like, "It's not mine to give away, but now somehow you own it." <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny.
0: He was he was good. Daddied. At diabetic, at playing, kind of like this bumbling, panicky. He's the he's more of a fish out of water than Adu Adobai. Like she has never used a gun, which is revealed, and the whole scene between her and Hardcore and the killing a man thing was quite, quite mm. emotional, I and mean, it kind of get that gave you an insight into Hardcore. It made her it
1: look really cold
0: but it made her also look like, made Harcourt also look like she had a bit of a heart because she's like, now nah, he just made that guy die in panic and fear. Yeah. Whereas if they just done what I'd said, he wouldn't have had to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like...
1: But that's still a very cold way of it. It's a cold out, way,
0: it? but it, there's, there's a method to the madness. Yeah. Whereas he, I just like every time, he was just like, fuck! Fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck,
1: trying to sort things out. His fuse was like that wasn't it. He yeah. was always on the edge of something going wrong and when it did, he just couldn't handle it. I
0: loved, and my like, again, another good point, with him was he obviously took down Judo Master.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he makes a whole big song and dancing, like,
0: I took down Judo Master and then it shows like Judo Master waking up and immediately start like moving his and doing that and it just shows him walking and he's not there and he goes,
1: fuck before he's eating cheetos yeah and he gets his ass kicked so bad I know he's meant to be annoying but the, 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 the ah, no he's really got on my tits after like the second time he'd done it I was like ah, really irritating it makes it was the same every time
0: judo master was such a weird cat weird, weird character but I loved him I loved that he was used really well like he could have been he, he could have just been some of a hired goon yeah, but they they just managed to make him useful, like as and as and when they needed to. There needs to be someone just comes in and just
1: messes up there and the whole yeah. thing. And when they're
0: not, just time up. Yeah, <laughs> quite an Ta- easy thing. Time to do. up or make him just kick running some, loose. Yeah. Kick some chads' asses outside. The fight
1: scene between him and um, Peacemaker in the parking lot was really good as well. Yeah, it was. The choreography was boss. And after that, <laughs> Picks her fucking moments. Then she wants to shoot that guy. Then she shoots um, a Master just as he's about to reveal something. <laughs>
0: It was funny. Um, There was no more. Oh, in fact, we are forgetting one character. So Peacemaker's dad, White Dragon, played by none other than Robert Patrick, who most famously played uh, Terminator in Terminator 2. Well, the T1000, T2000. Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's the one going, you know.
1: That makes. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've seen that movie loads and I I just hadn't. Look yeah, two together, he just he's looks a lot older now.
0: He's older now, and they gave him that like that big goofy hair. the the, the fact of, of the stuff they got away with with him, like the race, the racist stuff they I got know. It, it,
1: It's weird, isn't it? Because it's like, it's like racism in TV now. You can't say anything. Like James Gunn himself didn't he get in trouble on Twitter for some of the t- tweets? No, years he got ago? in trouble
0: for he made some jokes that kind of made like. Kid jokes, like he was it. It okay. was like a, he was in a hotel room about I don't know fifteen years ago. Yeah. For some reason, he felt to tweet that the tap water ran like a baby pissing on your arm. It's just, and everyone was a bit like, "Well, why would you compare it to that?" <laughs> of all things, it's a bit weird. Just
1: probably being a bit random, it? yeah. Um, no, but yeah, but like uh, something like this, it's so over the top. Maybe, maybe that's why. Because you're not ever meant to agree with. I think what it made, he's saying. Yeah,
0: but I think it kind of it made racism seem even more dumb because but it like was a quite caricature of it. Well, it was, it was like he kept calling that uh, police officer like different Asian, yeah, like names. Jackie Chan and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she started calling him random white people people's, people's names. names, and it made no sense. And it was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what he sounds like. And then here, he keeps calling with chopsticks. And he's like, she's like, spoon. And even the, the tech- tech- detective <laughs> should have said fork. Should have said fork, <laughs> yeah. It's like, and she's like, it doesn't make any sense anyway. It doesn't yeah. matter. But his portrayal of this
1: horrible... He was. Like, he was really, really pure evil, wasn't he?
0: He reminded me of Max mum in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. and <laughs> like, the mum and dad fuse together. His dad's like this psycho prison guy, yeah. criminal. The mum is uncaring and has that haircut. <laughs> and it just reminded me both like he's telling stories he doesn't and yeah he's humping
1: towards the screen on the uh, on yeah, the, yeah that's so the good, one that one him. big hump like, yeah. towards the lens
0: uh, that's why um I, I like that moment where the bonding in the kitchen a little and he's like saying like oh and then uh, there was this guy and then I shot him and I did that and he's like alright cool so then what happened to you and, yeah I got shot
1: yeah, and it was by buds Yeah, and it was
0: and, like, like, Fuck it, and it doesn't matter. And then oh, by the way, he just has the Tardis in his fucking house. Yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> really you can't, Which is just kind of like a given. Like he's because he's been White Dragon, he's had access to like military stuff. He just happens to have this, and it's a comic book TV show. Yeah. like all right, there, yeah, fair enough. I'll yeah. have, to have it. I was like, his suit
1: was very Iron Man as well, wasn't it? Like a really racist Iron Man. Yeah. Like he, he could fly, and like the things that came from his hands and yeah, it was. It was like really white power Iron Man.
0: <laughs> it was like not not cool. I don't know. <laughs> not cool, Tony.
1: Not were, cool. But then all of his minions were just people in hoods, like they didn't have. They were
0: definitely meant to be the KKK though. Well,
1: yeah, but they definitely.
0: didn't. But I. But they obviously didn't put the KKK hoods on because. It just again, it's just easier to make it go the
1: the. Like we all know what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. taps nose, taps nose.
0: Um, so that yeah, I really enjoyed his his portrayal of a bad guy. He was ge- he genuinely was the bad guy of the of it for me. The aliens were kind of like in the background and a task that needed to be done. But he I was a bad guy. really
1: recognised the guy who played the detective. Yes! Who was, who was Sophie's uh, partner? Yes, I did as well. Um, his name is Lachlan Munro, but I don't recognise the name. Let's look at his. Uh, What's his CV say? He was in White Chicks. I do remember him in that as he's always the one who. who scary movie. I in, can see that. Yeah, it was a scary movie. Mm. Uh, Riverdale, never seen that. Um, it's weird, I've definitely not. I think it is White Chicks, I recognise him from. I must
0: recognise him from Scary Movie then. I haven't watched White chicks.
1: He's probably just one of the, like, like bit player guys who's yeah. been in loads of stuff over the years. Um, but he had a very kind of underwhelming role, didn't he?
0: Yeah, but I um, th- think when your characters inevitably... I mean, let's that- put it like this, the entire supporting cast that aren't the main team were killed. Yeah, it's true. Everyone was going. They've somehow they're going to get away with bringing the dad back because now he's haunted by. And what yeah, I loved yeah. about that was instantly when I saw him like imagining his dad, it's now Peacemaker's interpretation of his dad. It'll be even worse. So he was kind of like goofy evil. He was just like this goo- goofy like evil kind of thing. He wasn't like being wickedly bad, and it was just <laughs> funny to see again the T two thousand Terminator whatever being You <laughs> know, like that. Um. I'm trying to think—is like, did you have any favourite moments? Um,
1: I—I I did. Why did you? I but it will probably trigger something for me. If you,
0: Oh, well, I trigger you. Yeah. Um. <gasps> yeah. Well, I've already said there was there was the, and I, I really enjoyed the the eagerly, um, oh, being yeah. being taught to. Drop the oh, that was funny. helmet. Yeah, eagle being told to drop the helmet like he won't fucking do it. He won't fucking do it. It's just a fucking eagle. He won't do. It. And there's a whole build up, and um, no, he doesn't. I I really enjoyed the helmets actually. Like they gave Having him different a, powers. It gave him a purpose. I love the one that gave
1: him scabies. <laughs> that was really funny actually. And he was like, "Because of the post credit scene but it's, which I don't think they're actually like canon. Yeah, just, yeah, like yeah. outtakes or whatever." And he goes, um. <laughs> this one, uh, this one I'll give you scabies. So, like, why, why would I want that? It's like, well, I don't know. Test yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like.
0: As you, that's how I.O. finishes it off. Just there, with the helmet on his head, and then you he say the, the word that kicks it into action?
1: Of rockets around. <laughs> <off.
0: laughs> <laughs> just straight into the cow. I was held him sides laughing. That was funny. <laughs> like, oh, that was a good way for her to like a comedic way to kill the cow <laughs> the, the, there, was, there, was a, there was
1: a funny bit with the vigilante when uh, just after peacemakers killed his dad and he drops to his knees and he starts sobbing away mm. um, and vigilante goes <laughs> now's not the time to do your facial exercises because oh, yeah, he was crying <laughs> yeah, mean... yeah. he says like like a scene before that that he doesn't like experience emotions like normal people yeah. do so he's just kind of like confused as to why he's like because he's just told him about these like face yoga that he does and then yeah. he's like you're doing this now after <laughs> 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 you just killed your father <laughs> speaking of when you
0: said like oh when the music plays and it's like the big final scene when fucking diebeard Beard Goes, like, to help and just he immediately breaks his leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, fuck! Ah!
1: <laughs> that um, monologue he has as well of, uh, I got what they're trying to do, but it didn't hit me as well as I think it, they were intending to. Mm. Where, you know, where he's like, uh, why why does your host have a beard like that? And then he has to, like, admit that he dies it. And... Oh, I did like that. I, I, like, I liked it, but it was, I don't know, there was, was something that went a little bit, over my head of like, like I get why they're doing it but it's gone on a bit too long or something or like, they tried to make it too emotional. When it's just simply a dyed beard. Yeah, or no, it's like, you know, we said it, I feel uncomfortable you know, so people don't make fun of me and stuff. It's like, yeah, I get that point but like, make it and move on. It just it just went on a bit too long. I get it. I kind of get that. Um, what else did I really
0: enjoy about it? The language was brilliant. I, I just, I, I heard some people say, oh, it's a bit coarse. It's like, fuck off. Just let, you right. know, that's like completely well, like south the, market like your, course. Like swears and yeah, stuff. yeah. But I think it was I, in my head. I was like, in that situation, I genuinely think every third or fourth word that out of my my mouth will be fuck. Yeah. Because well. like you're in a really in deep state undercover. You've got aliens. You've got no one di- to fall back on. You got alien uh, people dying around you. Some brutal deaths. In yeah, this. yeah.
1: The first one, especially when he when he uses the sonic boom helmet. And, oh, and it's the, just... that first butterfly, and she just eviscerates into a pulpy mess.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. There's that. The, there's people shot like so many. Oh, the way that the butterflies go into you. It, yeah, fucking and like oh.
1: sparring the blood. everywhere. Yeah, like, like if... when Sophie gets taken over and she's just got blood on her face. She doesn't wipe it off and she's just like whatever.
0: Yeah, just cracks on. Yeah. No, there's, like, t- like, loads of random deaths. Like, that. I, the, the gorilla butterfly and then the chainsaw. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. i got to use the chainsaw. And then Vigiland, he's fuming because he wasn't yeah. allowed to bring it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, Lo- loads of bits like that. Has Ed, that triggered anything? I know. I know. No, I. Uh, well, I, I said a few. You said Laura, you and, so you were amazed Laura enjoyed it.
1: I wasn't amazed Laura enjoyed it. I knew Laura would enjoy it. The, 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 the problem is that when I watch TV with Laura is that she wants to sit and also scroll through her phone. Mm. And I wanted to watch it with her. So I sat down and she was like, "I'm going to be shopping as well." I was like, "No, <laughs> I was like, we're going, to wa- we're going to watch this together." And she was like, Alright, okay." And she put her phone down. And we turned the lights off and stuff. And like by the end of the first episode, she's like, "Do you want to watch another one?" More? And then for every time we put it on, she was just like completely drawn in by it. And like it's rare for it to be like that with a TV show.
0: Eve was the same. Eve was I've, Eve did the same thing. I put it on, she'd be mm,
1: half invested. Then I don't if- think she was completely drawn in by it really until that final scene. Where Thingy gets blown up when she, when, she, when when he's got the Sonic Boom helmet on and blows up the woman. He's oh just... right right right. And then right, she's right. she just like, oh okay, this is like edgier than I expected it to be. And then from then on she she loved it. No, for Eve it was it's whenever the music kicked in, the that. Eve all
0: of a sudden was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm back in now. And she'd just be bobbing her head and then she's just like watching along and then yeah, Eve loved eagerly. <laughs> like, I think everyone loved the eagle Every,
1: when he hugged him at the start and no one believed him but, yeah. and then he does it the second time and he holds his camera out and he's taking a picture like yeah
0: and that's what Ad- 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 he tells that to Adebayo like yeah, oh yeah an
1: eagle hugged you yeah yeah and then
0: when she sees it she's like I just saw a miracle <laughs> <laughs> and just like oh so like he, at the, eagle is horrible to everyone else just like like a genuine eagle just pecking yeah. at them and scratching
1: yeah, like, he, like he pecks the shit out of someone on the floor and, and, yeah. and he's running past he Pascal good man eagle is hardcore yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, that was it. They were ripping running. his eyes. They're, they're running away, and it's a bunch of the white dragon people chasing them. And then the yeah, eagle just coming down and like gripping people by the back of the yeah. head and twisting their heads off. <laughs> <up. laughs> like holy shit, that eagle's fucking <laughs> me. I love
1: eagles. eagle. Um,
0: oh yeah, I'm trying to think. Do we? Oh, you know what we haven't talked about? What? I mean, oh, I'm... yeah,
1: the Justice League. The Justice
0: League that, showing Yeah, up.
1: that what? massively surprising. When they said, "Are oh, the Justice League free?" Mm. A little light bulb went off my head. I was like, "No!" I was like, "How will they hint that's, at that's that? That's a throwaway reference because they mentioned Batman loads and he's not showing up. Um, they mentioned,
0: and I, I did like it every time. A fucking a, like, I saw DC fans getting dead annoyed. Like, Peacemaker is ruining uh, the DCU by implying like certain characters are doing things like Green Arrow and Aquaman. It's like, dude, it's not canon. He's just like, literally, he's a he's clearly a liar. Or he even says at one point. So, no, what's his name? Whisper521 said it on Twitter, and I don't see why he would lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that. He says that like at the very beginning.
1: So it's like, it's very clear that He's just these, buying into rumors and even, no, if no. These
0: are just totally rumors, Got no, there's no truth in them. Let the comedy just happen. Yeah, And it was great, and it was really good at the end to see yeah, Aquaman. And um, actually Aquaman and Flash to not just be silhouettes but be there yeah
1: because I thought that's what they were trying to do at first because I thought they were doing like at yeah, the end of Shazam where they've got like Superman's body and you're yeah. like okay well clearly that's meant to be Henry Cavill's Superman Yeah, but they actually couldn't get him or whatever and then you see four silhouettes of Superman uh, Aquaman Wonder Woman Flash and Superwoman and I was like okay well they're just Silhouette and to make the joke of you know we've already done it you've taken too long to get here but then it shows Jason Momoa and uh, Ezra Miller and he's like fuck off man go oh, fuck a fish you're too late and he's like Wait, well, people to start spreading that rumour and then, then Flash goes it's not a rumour <laughs> he goes fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I love that It was so good that's what that's what the DC universe misses Mm. That it, it tries to copy everything from the MCU apart from the humour. It doesn't quite know what to do when it comes to humour, so it tries to make it too gritty. So James Gunn is what was needed to inject a little bit of that into it.
0: And I, I, I mean, I was amazed that they... I mean, they did mention Batman. I was amazed that they didn't have Batman in the Justice League there. Yeah. But um, the, I don't know. That might be because of maybe something coming up with whatever... It's meant to be happening in Batman, yeah, as it happens. I've maybe. heard rumours of retcons and stuff, but it, all together, it was amazing. And I want to get a second season going.
1: I think it's been announced. Yeah, 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 I think
0: there is. Um, I think we you just rate it. Ten. Oh, straight in there, <laughs> ten. ten.
1: See, I'm... I, I can't think of a reason why I, why I would take any points off it.
0: You see, I've nev- I, I'm, I'm fussier with my tens on TV shows and I am films. Films, because they're such, like, condensed an hour, hour and a half to three hours. Yeah. Nah, I can I can, I can, be easily pleased in that time. There's not many ten shows. Daredevil's a ten. The Shield is a ten. Um, there's a bunch of stuff like that. Is this a ten? Because it was really good. It was really funny.
1: What did you give The Boys season one?
0: What did I don't remember. I do not remember it.
1: Cause I, I think from your tastes it should be around that. It is <laughs> it's, it's the same kind of vibe. Yeah. I
0: feel like it's taken a bit of it has it it has watched I mean we've been very lucky with Invincible. The Boys, and now this, were we're just getting R rated. You know, Moonlight's been announced that that's going to be it's a 16, 16 now,
1: isn't
0: plus. No, yeah. oh, <laughs> not yet, mate,
1: not it, 15. I think it was 16. recently put up to a 16. After yeah, the initial screenings. Yeah, because
0: they've just basically gone. I've been saying this for ages. They'll do it with Daredevil, they'll do it with Punisher. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they know they're, they're gonna they have to, or it won't work. Yeah, they just want it to work. I, but anyway, we digress. Um. Oh, do I give it a 10? It's got a great soundtrack. You know what? James Gunn can do no wrong. It gets a 10. It does get a 10. I'll give it a 10. I can't think of a reason not to.
1: I haven't. Does that mean you've got to give Scooby-Doo a 10 as well? He did the early Scooby-Doo movies as well.
0: They, they are good films. They are good. They are good films. Um... Yeah, we've talked about it the entire time. I haven't been able to say one bad thing or one thing I was annoyed at. I didn't hate any character. I didn't hate any episode. I didn't hate any... The chemistry
1: any... between all the characters was amazing as well. Yeah,
0: I didn't... There was no bit... You loved where
1: who you were meant to love and you hated who you were meant to hate and all for the right reasons.
0: Didn't roll my eyes. Didn't get annoyed at anything. I just generally genuinely had a really fun time throughout the whole thing and if someone was to say, do you want to watch it again? I'd... Yes. Yeah. yeah, in a heartbeat. yeah. I actually had like in this bit coming back to me, like Peacemaker was so well developed. Like, I love the fact that he didn't kill the butterfly and he put it in a jar and he kept feeding it because that showed like, okay, everyone thinks he's a dumbass, but he's either been A, he's kind or B, really clever. He's really actually clever because he's going, I don't want to kill this yet because I need to figure this out myself. But yeah, a 10. Wow, okay.
1: (laughs) I learned something about myself today.
0: I did. What did you learn about your, uh, yourself, listening? If you want to let us know what you uh, voted it and rated it, let us know in the comments down below or email us at tauntlanduk gmail.com. Thank you, Dan, for joining us. Dan is one... Dan man- is Gaz. Dan- <laughs> don't. Dan is one half of the Tell Me Again podcast. Correct. Which
1: you started... Have you started a new season? Or We well, have it... released the first episode of the new season, but we're working on the rest. And right. Once we've got more of them made, we're going to release them more steadily. We've done Uncharted recently with the new, uh, the new movie and the game series, comparing those two. Okay.
0: And you can obviously find that on Um You're also our Star Wars correspondent, so normally when the Star Wars stuff coming up, which we have... Um... So much Star Wars well, stuff. Well, Obi-Wan is coming up. Obi-Wan's coming up. up. Well, oh, so Yes. Up. <laughs> so, I can't um uh, uh, yeah, our Obi-Wan podcast will be full of those horrible noises. <laughs> the
1: entire one. It'll just sound like I this. give it a six! <laughs> Hopefully it's more than a six. <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant. Brilliant!
0: <laughs> um yeah, so your captures on that. Um and also if you go on to the website. Go go to my profile you can go there's a link to our spotify which goes to the band that dan and i are in called dan bibby and the aesthetic knobs so go there and just listen to whatever we've done recently because i don't know when you're listening to this to be honest we're in
1: full acoustic mode at the moment yeah acoustic gigs that's, Doing the... that's nice and diff yeah nice short and... for different
0: <laughs> thanks thanks for <laughs> dan explaining that you're welcome yeah um well thank you again for listening thank you dan for joining us Ta. and uh yeah Keep talking nerdy! Do I say that at the end? I feel like I said that yes. wrong. No, but last time...
1: You didn't say it all last time? I Didn't I not say it all last no. time?
0: I feel like I say something else, I go, thank you, Dan. I'll say, thank you, Gaz. And I go, I've been Jay. I've been Gaz. And we've been... T- That's it. It is different. I'm, and I'm keeping all this in, so I remember next time <laughs> to fucking say it. I go, and we've been talking nerdy. Keep talking nerdy! <laughs>